Welcome to the Summit for Wellness podcast, where we help you climb to the peak of your health. And now, here is your host, Brian Carroll. Hello and welcome to episode 48 of the Summit for Wellness podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carroll, and today's episode is brought to you by Hana One, which is an Ayurvedic herbal blend that is designed to help you with your daily stress, improve your immune system, and to be able to adapt to different radiations and other toxins that are in our environment every single day. It's actually a product I love to use when I'm backpacking and hiking because it helps to give me a little boost of energy from all of its super high quality herbs. And I love that it is all herbal base because that means they are using plants a way that they are meant to be used and being Ayurvedic they are using the Ayurvedic powers of medicine from these herbal plants. To learn more about HANA1 go to summitforwellness.com slash H-A-N-A-H. Okay in today's episode we are talking with Wendy Myers who is a functional diagnostic nutritionist and focuses on detoxing heavy metals from people's bodies. So we brought her on to talk about heavy metals, what they do to the body, and then how to get the body to start detoxing these properly and getting these toxic metals out of your system. So let's dive right into my conversation with Wendy Myers. Wendy Myers is a founder of MyersDetox.com. She is a functional diagnostic nutritionist, NES bioenergetic practitioner, and the host of the Heavy Metals Summit. She has created the Myers Detox Protocol after working with thousands of clients. Thanks for coming on to the show, Wendy. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to talk to you about detox, but before we get there, can you dive into your background a little bit and tell us what got you so interested in the health industry in the first place? Yeah, well, like many people that have gone into become a health practitioner, I had my own health issues that I was struggling with and I was trying to find a resolution. And I went on, uh, you know, just having fatigue and brain fog and trouble losing weight. And, you know, like a lot of women that hit their mid-30s, they just kind of don't feel right. And I, you know, went to my doctor and I found out I had the hormone levels of a menopausal woman. And I had... Um, you know, nutrient deficiencies and just uh, thyroid issues and all these health issues. And I thought that's, I, I just didn't understand it because I took such impeccable care of myself. I ate a flawless diet. I cooked all my own food. It was all organic and fresh. And I took a whole bag full of supplements and I was exercising a few days a week, just taking care of myself essentially, but it wasn't enough. And I think a lot of people find themselves in that that state where they're taking such good care of themselves and they still don't feel well like they, or they really don't feel well they're very ill and so for me i you know the doctor wanted to put me on hormone replacement therapy to replace my low estrogen levels and low thyroid hormones and you know for me i wanted to find out what was the the root cause of of that issue and i refused to go on the hormone replacement therapy and i went on Dr. Google and found uh, a website that was offering hair mineral analysis and, you know, looking at your toxic heavy metals and a detoxification strategy. And I started doing that program and I was just amazed at how much better I felt. 
And for me, just something clicked inside me and I just started researching, you know, everything I could get my hands on about heavy metals. And then shortly thereafter, I started my website, MyersDetox.com, to educate other people about what I was learning and the importance of detoxification, how that can truly address the root causes of your health issues and your fatigue and brain fog and, and other issues that people are seeking help for. So let's dive into those toxic metals a little bit. What are toxic metals and how can they damage the body? Well, toxic metals are metals that have no physiological use in your body. They just uh, will cause various health issues, interfere in your metabolic functioning, interfere in your, your insulin functioning, interfere in your metabolism. They'll interfere in your fat being released from your fat cells. They cause a myriad number of problems in the body. And every conceivable symptom and health diagnosis can have a heavy metal as an underlying root cause or a contributor to that symptom. And so, uh, you know, heavy metals, they, everyone has them. You know, they're found in the air, food, and water. They enter our bodies every single day. We're constantly encountering metals and chemicals in the air that we breathe and the, the water that we're drinking and showering in and even in our food and our supplements. And so it's really important to be thinking about toxic metals as, uh, you know, adding detoxification to your health regime uh, because so many people like listening to the summit are doing so much for their health, but a lot of people are missing that essential key, which is identifying and removing heavy metals from your body. So if we're supposed to be able to detox these metals, we do find that the people that we work with are accumulating these metals. So what would stop the body from being able to detox properly? Or is it more just too much exposure to these metals? Well, yeah, people have, you know, chronic low level exposure, typically, unless they've had an acute exposure. And over time, the metals and, and chemicals will just build up in the tissues and start interfering in the body's ability to detox them, ironically. So the more toxins that build up, the more compromised the liver becomes, the intestines, the detox pathways, uh, the immune system functioning, and things just begin to break down. And so again, just really important to identify the metals you have and remove them. So are you able to see these toxic metals on an HTMA report or the first time you do the report, are they kind of hidden within the rest of the metals of the body? Yeah. So everyone's a little bit different. Uh, you know, when you do a hair mineral analysis, if you don't see any metals uh, excreting on the test, typically that means the person is not detoxing very well or their detox function is severely compromised. And so that's not a good sign. And, you know, there's no one that has no heavy metals. I mean, certainly there's a couple, a handful of people that are just impeccable detoxability, but the majority of people um, are going to have some heavy metals on a hair test. But when they don't have any, that's a, a, a negative sign that they don't have a very good detoxability. So then if someone comes back and they're not showing any kind of metals on their test, What's your next steps to be able to work with these people to start seeing those metals come out? Usually I'll, the next step, I'll do a urine metals analysis. So uh, if people aren't able to detox on their own, we can give them a substance called DMSA that will force metals out of their body. And then we'll be able to see the metals that they have. They can also do a stool test. Um, and some people genetically don't detox metals into the hair. So if they consistently have hair tests with no metals, then we'll do a urine and stool test and we'll find the metals. 
that's interesting that you can start pushing the metals out. Do you worry about uh, mobilizing those metals um, and them getting lodged elsewhere in the tissues of the body before they actually exit through the urine? When doing a test? Yes. No, not really because it's just a 24-hour urine push test, so it's uh, really not going to cause uh, uh, that many problems, if any. Um, it's just a small amount of metals that you're, you know, mobilizing from tissue storage sites. It's not really something that's concerning. Some people that are really, really, really ill or clearly have, um, you know, a, a lot of serious health issues, they're not always going to be a candidate to do that test because it can, um, you know, cause a lot of issues or anxiety or make them kind of ill. So, it, it, you know, everyone is just judged on an individual basis. Can you talk through some of the symptoms that someone might be experiencing if they do have some kind of toxic metal exposure or heavy metal exposure? Yeah, well, it can really be so many different symptoms. I have an article on, my, on MyersDetox.com called the Toxic Metals Sources and Symptoms Guide, and it goes through all the myriad number of symptoms people can have, but the most common are fatigue, brain fog, weight gain, resistant weight loss, uh, sleep issues, um, that tired but wired feeling, you know, their mind is racing, anxiety, depression, and really any of the major health issues that people are plagued with today, like heart disease, hypertension, slash high blood pressure, diabetes, all of these uh, health issues have an underlying heavy metal component that's causing them. Yeah, and a lot of those symptoms, like you said, are very common. So it's interesting to see that there's a lot more to it than just working on, let's say, a leaky gut type of issue. It could be metals are also entering the system as well. So um, speaking of that, when you are working on detox, are you supporting the entire system with the detox, or are you just focusing on getting stuff mobilized and getting the liver to start detoxing properly? Or do you want to make sure the entire pathway through the system is functioning correctly while you're detoxing? You definitely have to support the whole body while you're doing detoxification. Uh, usually I support people initially with nutritional support, giving them lots of minerals, giving them lots of nutrition um, in an effort to push metals out of the body, but also to improve functioning of the body. You know, minerals are the spark plugs of the body, and they also, um, you know, they're needed for so many different, you know, enzymatic processes and so many metabolic functions in the body. You have to get the body working correctly in order to get it detoxing. So there's a number of things that we do with diet, with supplements, with lifestyle, facilitating sleep to support someone's overall health in a holistic way to facilitate heavy metal detoxification. Have you found that there are certain toxic metals that are higher in numbers within the body than others? Like, are more people exposed to aluminum or mercury or any of that? Oh, yeah. Definitely the most common metal we found statistically is mercury. Um, it's very, very common because most people are eating fish, they're breathing air, uh, you know, they're consuming a lot of substances that have mercury in them, not to mention the mercury fillings that uh, most people have or have had at one time. And then the next one would be aluminum. Aluminum, uh, we breathe aluminum every time we take a breath. It's unfortunately very common in our, in our atmosphere and in a lot of different products and underarm deodorant that most people have been using for decades and slathering on their underarms. Um, the next one, um, I believe, would be probably arsenic. Arsenic's really common. It's in conventional chickens and eggs and rice and 
and other things that cigarettes smoke. So a lot of people have arsenic exposure as well. Do you notice whether people are getting more exposed to aluminum via products that they put on their skin or more through um, the air, like you were saying, since it's floating throughout the air? Or is it really hard to tell? I, you know, I couldn't really say because um, it, it's hard to, to speculate where people are picking up uh, certain metals. But we, we just that's so it's good to test and find out what metals that they have so we can do a targeted detoxification program. But it's hard to speculate where exactly they might be getting a certain metal. So can you talk a little bit about your favorite way to start getting these toxins to start moving through the body and excreting out? Yeah, my favorite way is very simple, mineralization. So taking magnesium, taking zinc, taking selenium, taking trace minerals. All of these things are very simple Everyone needs them. Everyone is mineral deficient. And uh, it's the simplest way to displace or push metals out of the body. So that, that's really the foundation of my detox program, the Myers Detox Protocol. We, start, we do testing for minerals, uh, give people replacement minerals for what they're deficient in. And just doing that alone gets people feeling a lot better. It gets their energy level up. It starts uh, you know, improving their sleep. You have to have minerals to calm the nervous system down, to have proper sleep. So that's really the foundational part of any health program and my detoxification program as well. That's interesting that you talked about calming the system with minerals. Uh, there are some minerals that are calming and some are stimulating. So do you use minerals at different types of times of the day to uh, invigorate the system in that way? Oh, certainly. Yeah, I usually have people do trace minerals in the morning or the afternoon. And in the evening, they can do more relaxing minerals like calcium, magnesium, or zinc if those are warranted on their program. And then do the toxic metals take over the spots within the body where other minerals were? Is that why you use mineralization to try and get those minerals to push out the toxins? Or how does that work? Yeah, exactly. So minerals and metals can occupy the same enzyme binding sites in the body. So where, for instance, you have cadmium, uh, that's on an enzyme binding site, the body is utilizing that metal to do a certain repair job or do certain jobs in the body. If you don't have adequate zinc levels, the body is forced to use cadmium for that job. But the preferred you know, material, raw material, is zinc. So if you have the minerals available, your body will be able to displace the cadmium and release that and push it out. But if you don't have adequate minerals in your body, your body is forced to retain that cadmium to use it because it doesn't have any other choice. So flooding the body with lots and lots of minerals throughout the day for months at a time is a great way to, to push metals out of the body. And then do certain toxic metals affect certain organs or do they affect all the organs? Yeah, so there's definitely, um, I have like a little map of all the metals and the places where they're stored in the body. Some metals are favor the kidneys, some metals favor the liver, some the nervous system and the brain. Some are neurophilic, you know, they like the, the central nervous system and brain. Um, so it just depends. Every metal is a little bit different in the tissues that it prefers. So there are quite a few toxic metals that can interrupt energy production within the body. Can you talk about how that happens and what that is actually doing within the body to disrupt the energy production? Yeah, this is the foundation of my research and what I based my, my book, Limitless Energy, upon. Is There's certain metals like arsenic, aluminum, tin, thallium, and cesium that disrupt energy production in the body. And so a lot of people, you know, the number one complaint they have is fatigue. 
I've worked with thousands of clients. The number one complaint they have is fatigue. And I think everybody wants more energy and people are kind of perplexed as to why they don't have the energy levels that they used to or that they want. And many people start reaching their 30s and 40s and are start getting tired and they start thinking that, oh, they're just getting older. And it's just not the case whatsoever. People are accumulating these metals that interfere in mitochondrial functioning. And what these metals do is they poison enzymes that transport nutrients into your mitochondria. And your mitochondria are your little cells powerhouses that produce your energy or your ATP. And so if you don't have the enzymes needed to bring the nutrients to make ATP into your mitochondria, your body is not going to be able to produce the energy in which you're capable. And, and even if you take mitochondrial supplements like NAD or ribose or B vitamins, riboflavin or what have you, all the different components that uh, make ATP in the Krebs cycle, you're not going to be able to transport those into the mitochondria. That's why a lot of them don't work. People find they take mitochondrial or energy enhancing supplements and they don't work because they're missing this one key element which is detoxing these metals that cause fatigue. And I've created a, a supplement program. It's called the Mitochondria Detox Program. That is, it's a very simple three-step system that helps people to detox arsenic, aluminum, tin, thallium, and cesium that uh, most people have some level of in their body. And it's very, very effective at restoring people's energy production and over time. Are these metals also causing stress on the body, therefore also um, working against the adrenal glands? Yeah, well, they, they definitely cause different forms of stress in that they, they poison enzymes, they, they interfere in uh, protein production, they interfere in a lot of different metabolic processes in the body. And um, uh, what was the second part of your question? Would it affect the adrenal glands? Oh, the adrenal glands, yes. Well, some some metals are very stimulating to the adrenal glands. Um, there are certain uh, metals in the body that do uh, cause the glands to, to produce cortisol and adrenaline that to overproduce it. And, um, you know, there's certain metals like, uh, like mercury and arsenic and uh, copper as well that can interfere in adrenal functioning and hormone functioning as well. And certainly some of these metals interfere in hormonal production of estrogen, progesterone, and testosterone. Um, the, these metals cause a myriad number of different metabolic functions, um, including interfering in hormones and uh, the different types of hormones, uh, sex hormones and stress hormones that are produced by the adrenal glands. Um, so certainly they, they're a factor. And then for people that are having a really hard time with energy, do you also notice whether they their dietary approach, if they're on a low-fat diet or if they're eating a lot of sugar, high carbs, anything like that, that can also interrupt that cell membrane and interrupt the mitochondria? Well, certainly. You know, if they're eating a, you know, a low-nutrient diet, um, they don't have adequate mineral levels that can interfere in the cell membrane and cellular functioning and metabolic functioning. Um, but, uh, you know, everyone's a little bit different in the diet that works for them. I'm not a huge fan of the keto diets that a lot of people are eating. I mean, I think a lot of women don't handle the high levels of fat very well. I think a lot of people have compromised liver function and that uh, is presents a problem in handling all the heavy amounts of fat that can be in those diets. I think a lot of men are more adapted to those types of diets. 
Um, but yeah, it's it's probably that's more a too complex of a question, uh, to be honest with you, in going to how someone's diet affects their cellular membrane functioning. I think it's got maybe beyond the scope of our conversation. <laughs> it's too complex. <laughs> yeah, and it's interesting you talked about um, super high fat diets like the ketogenic diet and people that have a hard time with their liver detoxing or anything like that tend to have a hard time breaking down fats as well. So that can create a lot of stress to the body. Um, so when you put someone on a detox, one of your detoxes, do you have them change their diet or what's the dietary approach that you do to help them get through it? Yeah, I created a detoxification diet that I use on my Myers detox protocol and the template of it is a paleo diet. So, um, I don't really, you know, recommend a high fat diet for a lot of people. Um, I mean, most of my clients are women that have a slowed metabolism. So a high fat diet isn't really appropriate for them. Um, but, uh, but I start with a paleo diet. I encourage people to explore their food sensitivities by doing a food elimination diet because some people can tolerate some of the newer foods that have been introduced into our, our diet. Like some people are, are fine with grains. Some people are fine with dairy. Some people are fine with potatoes or, or, you know, other types of foods that are restricted on a paleo type diet, which in other words, like a caveman type diet. And uh, so I encourage people to uh, really more so find the individual diet that works for them because I don't think there's any one diet that works for people. Some people do fine on a vegan diet. Um, so it's really more I encourage people to find the individual diet that works for them by experimentation and food elimination, perhaps food sensitivity testing. And then once their health starts improving, their, their health status and the foods that they tolerate change as well. And their food sensitivities can change. They're not fixed. So it's something I just encourage people to explore on the diet that I give them. And I'm curious because there's been a lot of talk about bone broth. And some people say that bone broth holds a lot of minerals. Others say that it doesn't. Do you know or do you have any idea um, whether bone broth is actually a good way to get minerals into the system from a natural source? I mean, I think that bone broth is a very rich source of minerals. I mean, you're boiling, uh, you know, vegetables and herbs and chicken bones and chicken and meats, very mineral rich, bones are very mineral rich, vegetables can be as well. So I think that uh, bone broth is a very rich source of minerals. Um, are there richer sources? Yes. I mean, eating, you know, organ meats is probably the richest source of minerals uh, that one can get and but uh, I think bone broth is a very rich source. But it, it can be contaminated as well. I mean, bones do contain a lot of lead and other things. So, you know, uh, different types of broths do contain metals as well. But so does everything. I mean, everything contains metals to some degree. So I think people, uh, you know, can be thrown too, too much by what they read in the blogosphere on the Internet. Um, you know, unfortunately, our food is very contaminated today. And we can't avoid every source of potential heavy metal contamination. We just need to avoid the most obvious sources of heavy metal contamination. And that's why doing these detoxes are so important, too, because it helps the body to at least try to minimize exposure to these toxins as much as possible. Is there a best time of day to use these um, supplements to detox the body, or do you have people do it throughout the day? It just depends on the supplement when the most appropriate time is. Um, but typically I'll have people do binders in the mornings 
Um, but if the evening works better for their schedule, that's fine. Do you have a specific morning routine or something that you do every single morning to help you detox properly? Yeah, I take my binder. It's called Citricleanse. It's a modified citrus pectin. And it's really, really effective at absorbing hundreds of different chemicals and metals. It's one of the most effective ways to detox the body. It's really, really simple. I just put it in my coffee every morning. Um, I also do what's called an ENG3. It's called a Nano-V. And it's something that, uh, that mimics antioxidants in the body that helps to detox. A lot of people are deficient in antioxidants because we're exposed to so many toxins that need to be neutralized in the body that we're deficient in antioxidants. So the Nano V, it's uh, it's this really amazing contraption. You breathe in um, a, a specific frequency in your body that mimics antioxidants, so it produces more antioxidants in your body, and it's a great way to neutralize toxins. I also uh, my son is in storage because I was in the middle of moving a few months ago, uh, but normally I'd be doing uh, an infrared sauna as well in the mornings to facilitate detox and sweat out all different kinds of metals and chemicals. Do you like infrared uh, saunas better than a traditional sweat lodges? I do because there's more productive sweat. So the whole point of an infrared sauna is that the infrared rays penetrate your skin and they penetrate, depending on the frequency of the, the wave, they penetrate your skin a few millimeters to a few inches and they heat you up from the inside out. So what happens and the result is you have more productive sweat as compared when you're going into a traditional Finnish or Swedish or dry sauna that you you know find at your gym. You just have you're able to spend much more time in an infrared sauna because the ambient air temperature is cooler and than a traditional dry sauna where it could be at 180 or 200 degrees. You can't stay in that for very long. It's too hot. But in an infrared sauna, it can be between 110 to 140, maybe 160. And you can stay in it a lot longer. And the sweat that you produce has a lot more heavy metals and chemicals in it. Therefore, just a, a better productive use of your time. Do you have an infrared sauna brand that you recommend? Yeah, I like sauna space saunas. I prefer the bulb near infrared saunas. I think those are just more compatible with our biochemistry uh, as opposed to some of the the infrared saunas, and I won't say any names, but they have the pulsed infrared. I think that just, uh, it's not really natural, and I think it can cause sensitivities in some people. So I prefer the bulb saunas. And do you have any final things that you want to say about toxic metals or detoxification? Yeah, detoxification, it really you have to think of it as a lifestyle, not something that you do on an occasional basis, say a spring cleaning, spring detox, or once a year, or a 30-day detox. You really need to be thinking about detoxification as a lifestyle, something that you add to your already healthy you know, lifestyle, your diet, your supplements, your exercise, everything that you're doing to improve your health, because all of that can be in vain if you're missing this one key component because everyone has metals in their body. They have mercury, they have aluminum, they have arsenic, cadmium, and other metals that cause various health issues in your body. And when you finally start to become symptomatic or you something's going wrong in your body and you go to your doctor, they're not looking for this underlying root cause. And therefore, you just go in circles, go to this revolving medical door 
where you're not able to find out what's truly going on with you, what's truly causing your problems and your fatigue and your headaches and your, uh, you know, other health issues that people experience or even infertility. Um, you really need to be looking at heavy metals as the true underlying root causes of, of many people's health issues today. And because we're all exposed on a daily basis to various metals and chemicals, you have to do something on a daily basis to detox, whether it's an infrared sauna or taking supplements or doing various detox protocols or eating foods that facilitate detox. It's really important to be really making that the focal point of your health regime. And the results speak for themselves and people have resolution of so many different health issues, resolution of diabetes, of autoimmune disease, of pain syndromes, of their brain fog clearing, their, their you know, lifelong migraines or chronic infections clearing up because they simply because they remove heavy metals from their body. And so it's just a really important thing to think about and to consider if you're having some chronic health issues and you haven't been able to resolve them. Awesome, Wendy. Thanks so much for wrapping all of that up. You have a detox checklist for my listeners. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what's on that checklist? Yeah, so anyone that wants to get started doing any type of detoxification, doing something very simple, you can download my totally free top 10 tips to detox like a pro checklist. And there's something that I developed over working with thousands of clients and I've distilled down the top 10 things that people can do at home to detox their body. So they can just go to detoxforenergy.com to download that. Awesome. Thanks so much. People can find you at myersdetox.com. You're also on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Pinterest at um, Myers Detox. And I'll have links to all of that in the show notes as well. And that will be at summitforwellness.com slash 48. Thank you so much, Winnie, for coming on to the show. I appreciate you talking about toxic metals and how to start getting the body to detox these out so that we can have more energy and more vibrant life. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. And there you have it. If you've been experiencing a lot of symptoms and you've tried a bunch of different diets and tried a bunch of different protocols and have gotten nowhere, then you might want to start looking into toxic metals because like Wendy said, we all have toxic metals to some degree. But for many people, they can be overloaded with toxic metals and it can cause a lot of issues. So go over to her site and you can see what she's doing to detox metals out of people's bodies and you can learn more if that is the right option for you. If you enjoyed this episode, then please go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. Those ratings and reviews do make a difference and it helps to get our show out in front of more people. Keep climbing to the peak of your health and we will see you next time.